Do not be slothful in zeal, but be burning in spirit, serving the Lord. Romans 12.11 This week's episode continues the series entitled Principles for Our Vital Living, with excerpts taken from a time of fellowship in August 2009 in Anaheim, California. In today's episode, Brother Ron Kangas speaks on the third principle of serving the Lord diligently in a simple and pure way in the church. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. We come to the third matter, and I'm not sure what will come out about this. And this is so ordinary. This is just so familiar. I'm not ashamed to say it, but I'm prefacing it. It it is just so, so known. We need to serve the Lord in the church. In a simple and pure way. When the Lord extricated me from Anaheim in 1984 and we moved there in January of 1985. I had this prayer because I had come out of a very complicated situation in that Anaheim. Believe me. Intermixed and complicated and painful. That's why Brother Lee went on one of his last word of fellowship on that Saturday morning was Ron Get out of Anaheim. I said, okay. That's about as direct as a word as I can ask for. When I got to Irving, I told the Lord this. I simply want to be faithful in my work and live a simple and pure church life. I'm just here. And... um, If you've ever been to the parking lot in Irving, there are these planters, oval-shaped planters. And I I signed up to to take care of one with my wife. We'll cultivate it. We'll water it. But I never heard back from the service office about what planter I should take care of. And then someone was kind of criticizing me for not taking care of my planter. And then I got a call from a brother that I've known for 43 years. Every time I have contacted this brother, I have been shepherded by him. Every time. And... uh, He's even less young than I am. And he's here serving in a particular way in Anaheim. He called me with such affection. He said, did you know that you had a planter? And he knew that I didn't know which one it was. And then he he told me, so simple. When I had been in the church life for only a few months, we had these service groups. Have you ever heard of them? 
Anyway, we had these service groups. And somehow I got on maintenance. And as far as physical work is concerned, no problem. I did that from my youth. No problem. As far as ability to do anything, a big problem. (laughs) And so the same brother called me. He was a deacon. He called me to fellowship something about the maintenance service. And he said this. He said, the brothers realize you don't have much experience, but you're a good worker. That meant a lot to me. May the Lord reward Brother Elton Carr with himself for thousands of instances of shepherding saints like this in the context of the practical service in the church. In that other Anaheim, the complicated one, the painful one, I had the feeling about serving in a certain way. So I went to one of the elders. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, you should do. And I said, I have some feeling to serve with the children. And he literally looked down his nose. You know, that was shaped somewhat like a Finnish ski jump ramp. You know. and, and literally sneered at that and dismissed it. So I thought, okay. I had the burden to serve and I had the burden to serve the serving ones with the children. So I had to let it go. And then another person came to Anaheim and was taking more responsibility as an elder with the children. And he came to me. He said, would you have some burden to serve with the sixth grade boys? And would you also eventually have the burden to help develop the materials and to fellowship with the teachers so that they're governed by the principles that the church is following. And I don't know if it surprises you that for some years I served in children's meeting. I swept part of the parking lot outside the meeting hall in Irving. Once I found out what planter was assigned to me, I did something to maintain it. There's a verse. I know it's in Hebrews. Might be in chapter 6. It says, God is not unrighteous to forget. You're ministering to the saints and you're continuing to minister. We might be surprised at who is rewarded when we're all before the Bema of God. I have no doubt that many of the prominent co-working brothers, it wasn't their choice to be prominent. They lived to the Lord. 
Others that were prominent for another reason may not get anything. But a brother, okay, honor to whom honor is due. A brother like George Poon. A one talented brother who has ministered in a practical and spiritual way to me so many times. The Lord may say, George, I have a record of all of your serving over all of those decades. You don't remember. On this day, you cherish this person. On this day, you prayed for this person. On this day, you ministered life to this person in the midst of your practical service. You served me in the church. You know what Moses told Pharaoh when he was having one of his confrontations with him? He said, thus says the God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. Just attending meetings isn't the prevailing testimony testimony that we have been released from Pharaoh. It's our serving. The nondescript may be unappreciated practical service. I write outlines. I give messages. John Blatz repairs anything and everything in my rental house. In the sight of God, is his service inferior to mine? Is mine superior to his? No way. And the Lord knows my heart in this matter. Oh, the preciousness of a serving spirit. A serving attitude. Of living to the Lord and then realizing one byproduct is no ambition. Aspiration may be, that's of God. No ambition. I don't want to be anything. I don't want to have anything for myself. I don't want to be appreciated. The Christ who lives in me is the Jesus of the Gospel of Mark, the slave of God, the one who has was in our midst as one who serves. You're, this is the Christ I live to. You're not yet coming to reign in glory. This should be something for our whole church life. I can't recall the percentages Brother Lee gave one time about how much of the church life is in the service. Whatever it is. And it's a great mercy from the Lord to have the heart to serve. The spirit to serve. Brother Lee told the story, <clears throat> I don't want to say in what church this happened. I mean, it was not too far away. 
And out of necessity, <clears throat> because of an upheaval, some brothers were brought into the eldership. And the dear wife of one of the brothers had a big dinner to celebrate her husband's appointment to eldership. Too bad I wasn't there. I might have come in a cloak, a hairy cloak, and said, Woe to you, sister, and woe to your household. Your husband has entered into slavery. The reward, the crown of glory, is when the Lord comes. No crown of glory for your elder husband or for the wife of the elder husband. When he stands up to give the announcements, nobody listens. I'd rather give a message than give the announcements. Oh, oh, what splendor. That is my husband giving the announcements. Forget about it. You know, one of the things that will overturn 2,000 years of Christianity, one of the things that will shame the entire clergy laity system will be churches where everyone serves as a slave. According to their measure, according to their function, no high, no low, no inferior, no hierarchy. What a church. As part of the God-ordained way. Then we'll wash one another's feet. We will shepherd one another. We will love one another. We will love one another's children. So Brother Lee told the elders through Andrew. You heard that story from Brother Ed. The, the elders were meeting. Andrew was about to join them. They wanted to here, Brotherly had a word. Brotherly said, tell the brothers to love one another. That their wives should love one another. And love one another's children. What is this? How lovely. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.